Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Lawmakers demand accountability for the U.S. Coast Guard. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, Holly, we have a class action certification request in the federal court with Judge Stephen Meriday on behalf of all the members of the United States Coast Guard who submitted a religious accommodation request and were denied by the Coast Guard, some of which are facing discipline very soon if we don't get the class-wide injunction. In the meantime, the United States House Oversight Committee of Republicans sent a letter to the Commandant of the Coast Guard, Admiral Linda Fagan, demanding that the U.S. Coast Guard explain the process for reviewing religious accommodation exemption applications for the COVID shot mandate, including the use of a digital tool to assist in issuing blanket denials rather than focusing on each individual case, as is required by the Department of Defense directive and also I would add, required by the Federal Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Yeah, as of February 4th, 2022, the Coast Guard had received 1,308 requests for religious accommodations from the COVID shot, and initially there was 578 denials, and I don't think they've approved any at this point unless they're on their way out. Is that correct? That's right. And so we have 15 members of Congress led by James uh, Comer, a ranking member of the Committee on Oversight and Reform, and he wrote, Religious freedom is protected by the U.S. Constitution and federal law. Despite these protections, information received by the Committee Republicans indicates that the abdication, the adjudication process for exemption applications was a pro forma exercise designed to reach predetermined conclusions, to deny religious requests and appeals in nearly every single case they well, created a illegal, digital correct? yeah they created a digital system so that it just automatically denies these religious accommodation requests they call it a religious accommodations appeal generator yeah <laughs> just it shoots out a dismissal letter it just shoots out dismissal letters with a predetermined reason and they don't even read the individuals letter. That's yeah. illegal. It says that the, the United States Coast Guard even created a digital tool to assist in efficiently denying appeals of the vaccine mandate instead of focusing on the merits of each individual case. Busted. Now, that's what we found all the way through all of our different military cases that we've been litigating since October of 2021 that they're not focusing on the individual person. Now, the Department of Defense Directive requires individualized assessment, but beyond that, the Federal Religious Freedom Restoration Act also mandates that there be an individualized assessment to the person. Yeah, let me just read that, okay? Religious liberty in the military services, paragraph 3.2D, requires that officials charged with making recommendations or taking final action on a service member's request for the accommodation of religious practices 
will review each request individually, considering the full range of facts and circumstances relevant to the specific request. Yeah, this means that a least restrictive uh, of the requester's religious practices, and that does not impede a compelling governmental interest, will be determinative. So what that essentially means is in the federal litigation, what the courts have said, and particularly our court, Justice Stephen Meriday, in our cases, that the Federal Religious Freedom Restoration Act, in addition to this directive, because this directive is just following the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, mm -hmm. the Federal Religious Freedom Restoration Act requires that once the individual presents a sincere religious belief, and that's a fairly easy hurdle to go over, then the government has to come forward with a compelling interest and show that they've achieved their compelling interest in the least restrictive way. So it's two parts. They have to show that they have a compelling interest, the interest of the highest order. And let's give them this issue here. Well, military readiness is their compelling interest. That's what they argue. Well, they can't just blanket across the board a compelling interest on all the people. Therefore, we have to vaccinate everybody. They have to say, we have a compelling interest to make you, specifically you, military ready. And they'll have to evaluate that specific individual, that person's health, comorbidities, whether or not that person had COVID already and has natural immunity, what the function of that particular person's job is. And then even if they have a compelling interest, which they would never even be able to satisfy that, then they have to show that what they want to do, in this case, terminate them from the military is the least restrictive means. You mean that that's the only option? You can't reassign them. You can't have them do remote. You can't have them do something else. You've got to terminate them from the United States military. Well, wait a minute. What do you do for these LGBTQ people that want to go through hormones and surgery? They're non-deployable for up to two years, and you have no problem with that. So you do that for them. But for the people that are religious, you want to evict them. That's your least restrictive means. There's no other option that you have other than evicting them from the United States military. Well, I think bottom line, Matt, though, the Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and his commanders, number one, think they are above the law. And number two, they have their own agenda. They do have their own agenda. I think, you know, from the very beginning, when... Lloyd Austin testified before Congress when he was being appointed by Biden as the Secretary of Defense. He mentioned that he wanted to or that there needed to be a purge of members of the military. He was referring to people like January 6th supporters or something of that nature. I think that's what he was referring to. But the fact that he said that there are some enemies within our military. Hmm. These are United States citizens, and he's calling them enemies. He said we can't fight the enemies abroad if we have enemies within. What does he mean by that? The Secretary of Defense labeling some of our military men and women as enemies within the ranks. That's very telling. That is very disturbing that we would have 
enemies within the ranks. He's not talking about people that are terrorists that have some ideological opinion that they want to blow up or kill their fellow soldier or military service member. He's talking about those who love God and love America and don't follow his agenda. Yeah, they don't follow his agenda. So the liberal media said, yeah, we need to purge not only the military, but also all the people still around from the Trump administration. But one of the things uh, left on said was, how was he going to do it? Well, how was he going to do it? Well, one way you've seen, starting with Obama, making the military very uh, hospitable hostile place with the wokeness, with the critical race theory, with the LGBTQ and all of that that's being indoctrinated into the United States military, making it an unpleasant place for people to be. So they just want to voluntarily leave. The other is, let's try to isolate all those who have these strong religious convictions because they're a threat, and we can do it by these COVID mandates. Let's force everyone to get these COVID shots when everyone else is withdrawing their mandates, let's continue to press them because now we are wanting to purge the military of these people that have deep religious convictions. I think that is clearly the agenda. Absolutely. And that's a disturbing agenda. Yes, they've, they've used COVID very conveniently, I would say. <laughs> they have. And so the members of the House Oversight Committee, the Republicans on that committee, are waiting for an answer from the Admiral, the Commandant, uh, Admiral Linda Fagan of the United States Coast Guard. But you know, it was interesting back in June, also the acting Department of Defense inspector also brought to light this illegal action that Lloyd Austin and his commanders are doing regarding the religious exemption request. They have asked for a response uh, from a staff level uh, with a request for a staff level briefing no later than October 25, 2022. To my knowledge, they have not yet made any indication that they've received an appropriate response. And in fact, uh, many of the letters and requests that Senator Ron Johnson has submitted to uh, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and others regarding information about these COVID shot uh, denials of religious accommodation, they've been unanswered as well. Yeah, Lloyd Austin, he seems to be so big on military readiness, he's pretty slow to deal with this. Well, pray for our members of the Coast Guard, because as you've seen recently, they were involved, and some of them still are involved, in the recovery and rebuilding phase of Hurricane Ian in southwest Florida. And yet, at the same time, they're facing discharge from the United States Coast Guard. Pray for our men and women in the United States Coast Guard, all the branches of the military. These are our defenders of freedom, and we are honored to be able to defend their freedom. Pray for our cases. Pray for Liberty Council staff, lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. 